Welcome back, y'all. This is a mini-sode of NBEA. I'm your host, Jay Keelas, a.k.a. Luca Donkish, a.k.a. Jimmy, I cannot believe it's not Butler, uh, a.k.a. Ben and Jerry Simmons. Today we have a special guest, the newest member of the Yay Network, the newest member of the Yay Network host, Mr. Jay Alamo. Jay, introduce yourself to the people. Say hello. Hello, everybody. I don't have any cool... We'll get there. I, I don't. I wasn't prepared for. We'll that. get there. When I first started, I was terrible. Just terrible at puns. <laughs> it's just the worst at puns. But we are here. Um, Jay and I are going to start a baseball podcast called Double Yay. Yay. You guessed it. Uh, two on the nose. You're damn right. Um, we're very excited to talk baseball, but that's not why we're here today. This is NBA. We usually try to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. And today we're some gonna NBA. actually talk some NBA shit. Um, <laughs> So, we were talking a little bit before the podcast started. Um, surprising uh, surprising run by the Pelicans here. Uh, shaved face Miritich is looking like a, an all-star. Dude, and it is so weird seeing him without a beard. I know. It's, it's awkward. It it's looks weird. like he has like a chin tumor. Like he's, <laughs> His chin is way too big. It makes no sense. It just looks like he just has a patch of like... A, a weird <laughs> invisible patch of something that's missing. Uh, there's weird. like this... There's a permanent tan line in his face because he's had that beard since he was like... 11 so it's just it's just there just came forever. out the room with it just day one day one uh he is serbian so it's natural Interesting. um they've been i mean super impressive right now the wizards are playing the raptors right now as, as we're recording it's a close game uh bucks won again today which is like everybody thought it's they weird. were done it's just i mean what what a shocker i mean philly's in it the bucks are in it like what this, this Look, is year cleveland's down 2-1 this is insane, man. <laughs> Nobody would have guessed this shit happened. This this year's playoff is so much better than last year's. Like last year, the first round was a fucking drag. The second round was just slightly worse or Dis- better. The Spurs are on. We're on the verge of. They're a mess. Yeah, and they looked. On. I mean, they look good today, so they won today. But like, yeah, in general, that whole. I am actually interviewing somebody from the Spurs next week. Uh, Rest in peace, Miss Popovich. Yeah, Mrs. shout out to Aaron. Um, tough loss there. <laughs> But uh, today what we want to talk about is we want to do a, a, a large-scale superlatives episode. So we want to do uh, all NBA teams, and then uh, we're just going to wrap up with some uh, some overall superlatives for the season, MVP, Rookie of the Year, etc. So, Jay, since you're the guest on NBA, um, I'd like to give you a first round. I want to hear who is your all-NBA first team this season. I want to see how much we have in common. Um, I mean, this might be a boring, boring one. It's the usual guys, you know, Harden, Curry, LeBron. Davis and Durant. Okay. So there's only one that you have on there that I don't have on there. Can you guess who that might be? Well, now you looked at my paper, so you (laughs) clearly know. (laughs) So I actually don't have Curry on any of my all-NBA teams this year. And I made that choice because I don't think he played enough games. Man, but his the games he does play... Oh, no question. No question. I mean, it's got to be automatic. Yeah. And and I mean, that's my opinion. He has some injuries, but... Yeah. Statistically yeah. speaking, he's uh, he's a freaking nature. Like in, in what twenty six points per game, I think this season, and just like incredible player efficiency. Um, I just felt like let's just pull up his numbers. I'm actually kind of curious where he's at this year. But I just felt like as much as I wanted to put him on there, I don't know that his I don't know that he's played enough this year over a guy like who I have on the first team of All NBA this year, which is Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo Dude, is my that, that guy. <laughs> I don't have no words for right? what he's talking about. What a turnaround, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's only like, he's like 26, 27, so he's still young. He was in a really relative. bad situation. Yeah, relative to like, 
normal yeah, human yeah, life. Actually, he yeah. might be. He might be like 25. But this, if this is like his year 25 season, he was in a mess in Orlando. And then he went to OKC in the, probably the weirdest OKC season ever, where literally everybody on the team was like, don't ever grab a rebound. If you get it, just box out and let Russ grab it, and everything else goes through Russ. That was a great season by Russell, by the way. Oh, great season for him, only him, not the Thunder, or anybody <laughs> else on his team. Um, I mean, he literally was the only person on the team to do anything. Bro, they got fucking PG and Melo this year, and they had basically the same record. He's a bad team player. He's a bad team player. Phenomenal statistical player. I mean, that's hard. That's, I feel that's very subjective. Not a team player. I mean, stats speak for themselves. Like, well, so I don't. So I think that the stats themselves are misleading because I don't know that he makes his team better. Like, yeah, he racks up ten plus assists a game and he averages a triple double and blah 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 blah. It's all personal stats though. Like, if if a team that had nobody last year and Russ is running everything, so. So then answer this question. LeBron James and and Russell Westbrook, they both average, almost pretty much average triple-doubles. Easily. So how does one make the, their team better than the other? So what I think LeBron does better than Russ, which granted he's the greatest player in the NBA, arguably the greatest player in history, what he's always been better at is making sure that his he's always passed first. Even though like Russ gets the the, the assist, LeBron is very much about like, I'm going to get Kevin Love a couple shots early to get his confidence up. Like, I'm going to get Tristan Thompson the ball early so get his confidence Tristan up. Thompson. Well, you know what I'm saying. But, like, whoever whoever it is at, the, at that point in time. But he's always been good about, like, making sure that his guys get shots early to build up their confidence. Where Russ is very much about, like, okay, I got 10 points. Now I'm going to go get 10 rebounds. And I got 10 rebounds. Okay, now I'm going to go get 10 assists. I don't think there's a Maybe not. I mean, it's not that directly. Maybe not that directly. I just he's, – he's always been really bad at one – Moving without the ball, he does nothing when he doesn't have the ball. He literally just stands at the, at the around the perimeter and waits for it to come back to him. You know, unlike guys like Steph Curry, he's always like setting picks and like even like Kyrie now is playing with Boston when he was healthy and he's like a part of the oh, offense. Man. He's moving around without the ball. Like LeBron is just a smarter basketball player and he's he's got a, a gravitas about him that is just you know people they just play up to another level when it comes to him because he's just got that level of respect. But like sure. Russ is is statistically incredible and I've got him on one of my teams, but. He's just, yeah. I, yeah. He's, Oladipo was just like, he was in the wrong situation for too many years. I just don't think, I think he has to do it one more year for me. Oh, to no him, doubt. Put him on that first no team. No doubt. I, got him, I actually got him on my second team. Yeah, which makes sense. So let's see who your, who's your second team. I want to see how much. Uh, Dip, Dipo, Lillard, Jokic, Giannis, and Towns. Oh, I totally forgot about Jokic. So I have Dame. I have Jimmy Butler, who honestly was a MVP caliber player to me this year i mean if you look at where the t-balls were before he got hurt Mm -hmm. they go from the fourth overall team in the west to the moment he leaves they barely make it into the playoffs and now with him at the reins i'm starting to realize now that tibbs is just not a good coach like (laughs) i i didn't i was all on board with him when he was here and then when he went to minnesota i'm like oh my god he's gonna change the culture it's gonna be incredible and he's but he's got all the bull players that he had here. So, but he's got and he's got cat, dude. Cat's got thirteen shots through the first two games. Thirteen shot through thirteen points. Thirteen points through two games. Total. 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 Yeah, I don't fuck that as well. Well, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like if if like the fact that Derrick Rose has a higher usage rate than Cat over the first three games of the series is insane. It's just wait. It's it's poor coaching. Like if you're orchestrating the offense, you know you got to feed the big man. But nonetheless, like Jimmy, he 
righted that ship this year substantially. Um, and when he went down, it was noticeable. Then I have Giannis. Um, and then I actually have LaMarcus Aldridge. I think LaMarcus Aldridge had statistically one of his best seasons ever. And, like, until, like, the tail end of the season. Thanks to he, Kawhi not being around. Well, that too. That too. But, like, that team should not have been top four leading into the All-Star break. That's just a testament to good coaching. No doubt. That's, no doubt. That's probably good the system. Two, two extremes. Great yeah, Thibodeaux and Popovich. No doubt. I mean, a lot of people like Thibodeaux because he's very defensive-minded. and. Yeah. You know, he pushes his players, but maybe that's not working in this day and age. And his, his defensive scheme is is dated. <clears throat> Nobody plays defense anymore. It's, it's a different it's, style of defense, though. Like, the problem is, is that he, one of the things that he hasn't adopted is, like, switching on screens. Like, he still has everybody just, like, freeze on a screen. So, basically, on a pick and roll, his big man will always hedge, freeze, and then chase back people don't play defense that way anymore on a pick and roll they switch everybody switches that's why like positionless basketball is taking over because on the defensive end the only way you can get ahead is is you switch on screens if your guy screens me you take my guy i take your guy now and we just switch 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 switch. that way somebody's always covered but when you when you hedge on a screen and then try to freeze the ball handler and then you have your fucking big man trying to run back on the roll it's a it's a dated defensive scheme that is starting to it's just starting to show its age. Yeah, I mean a lot of these big men nowadays are a lot more athletic. Exactly. Than they used to be anyway. So. Exactly. So now you're talking about having to chase a guy like Joel Embiid back or a guy like Giannis potentially. I mean Giannis has been playing the five pretty much the entire playoffs for the Bucks. Um, it, it's just yeah, it's a, it's a it's a messy situation over there. But Aldridge has been like all, I mean everything is I mean. I mean, looking at his numbers right now, he's, I think, 22 and 10 for the season. Let's take a look here. 23. Uh, 23. Right, 23. Yeah, 23. And 23 and 8. Not too many steals. 1.2 blocks. Definitely high in the blocks range. I don't know what his defensive plus minus um, stats are. But nonetheless, like, he's been he's been the one thing that's kept them afloat this entire season. I mean, you know, top 15 in scoring. You know, top rebounder overall. Um... And pretty much, I mean, until that the latter portion of the season definitely uh, kept them up. And then my second team center is Joel Embiid. I think Joel Embiid is just incredible. And I know that kind of goes against my rules of like not playing enough with like Steph Curry. But when you look at the, he's definitely he played more than Steph Curry this season for sure. I mean, I think he with the I'm air quoting here for people who can't see, but the schedule change to limit those back to backs. I mean, helped him a lot. Well, and like they they were supposed to play him on a minute restriction early on in the season, and then that just it just went yeah it just they were like yeah well we're gonna it, win. It we're seems like the guy is just like he listens to it. like oh yeah I'm listening and then he yeah he just does what he wants like to his, do his mask like he kept trying to toss his mask. <laughs> the other away. day he tried to go into the game without the mask and they're <laughs> like whoa 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 hold on buddy hold they, on hold they on. threw it back at him you could see it was like fuck <laughs> I gotta put this shit on like yeah. even there was even one play where he had it on his forehead like yeah, not even covered, yeah. and he he blocked uh, I think it was Drogic's yeah. shot. Oh, man. And then at the and then at the end of the play, he puts it back down like dude. <laughs> that dude's funny, man. I loved I love watching him. That like that team is gonna be. They have a legitimate chance right now. Like especially if Cleveland gets eliminated in the first round, they have a legitimate chance to make it to the to the finals. Like if you look at the crop of teams that are left, if they if Cleveland loses, then they're potentially going up against Toronto. From a matchups perspective, Toronto's definitely deeper. Um, yeah, I just don't tr- I don't trust Lowry. Yeah, he, he disappears Always. all the time. Always at the end of the season, and like they're they're a matchup problem. Like I don't know who you put up against. You put OG Ananobi against Ben Simmons, and then I guess Valanciunas or 
or Ibaka up against Embiid, and then you have to put somebody on JJ Redick, and and there's, there's a lot of moving parts. And like Ilyasova has been playing really well, Sarge has been playing really well. That guy, that guy's. I, I, it's just it, another one of those guys. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. you, what's going on here? He's, what world do we live in where right, some he, of these players? Are he like, hasn't been that productive since like 2006 when he was with the Bucks. Like his like, first just couple years good. in. His first couple of years in when yeah, like early on with the Bucks, when you like, used to name your team after him. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ghost, Ghostface Ilya. Yeah, that's my boy. Uh, and Bellinelli too. Bellinelli's been just out of control. All like off balance jumpers of, and everything. A lot and, of those guys though, they're they're definitely those ones that. They're just good role players. Yeah, that's that's really all they are. Well, and it's the perf- they're the perfect players for that team. Like because of Ben Simmons' shooting inability, everybody knows that he gets to the basket at will. So in today's NBA, you need people who can space the floor. So when he drives to the basket, he can dish to the corner, he can dish up to the wing, and you have somebody there who's going to shoot thirty eight to forty percent from three point range. Um, and maybe even higher. I mean, at the rate that they've been shooting lately, it's been insane. Like, you've got yes. Saric around the perimeter. You've got Ilyasova, Bellinelli. You've got JJ. Yeah, Saric is, he, he shows flashes. I had him actually in my fantasy team last year. Um, and he killed for me towards the end of the stretch. He just kind of, you know, his fatigue kicked him, kicked in. So, really, if it, if it, if they can keep their composure and, and not, you know, mentally fatigue themselves. Yeah, I think they could go pretty far. Yeah, but, um, you know, a lot of young guys on that team. We'll see how that holds up. So you had, you said you had Cat, right? I have Cat in mind. See, in the Cat, so. I I struggle with the last center. I actually put Horford as the last center this year. I think he was just like he's not a sexy player. I think he averaged like thirteen points a game this year and maybe like eight rebounds. But he was he was one of the better defensive centers this year, and they were the number two overall team. And I just felt like even when like. Like Kyrie went down, he kind of was the backbone for that team this year. Um, I don't know if it's a popular pick. I think you could argue that Cat should be up there, or uh, fuck, who else? I'm trying to think of other centers. Just looking at your list and looking at my list, how do you not have Drummond anywhere near? I don't know. I don't. What I think I'm. I think Drummond's like a top ten center in the league, but I don't know that he's a all NBA center. Of course he is. He's averaging almost twenty rebounds a game, maybe like. Let's see, 16? Something like that. I know he's out there somewhere. He's definitely number one in rebounds, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's not even close. But the kicker this year was, do you know he was shooting from the free throw line? I, again, he was much better from from the... the much much better is an understatement. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he literally doubled his numbers. Which is incredible, which is great. But I that mean, he's still pretty trash, but and for that his team, standards. And that team is also trash. Like, that team is a fucking trash bag. Even with Blake. Even with Blake. That like, I was talking to one of my boys. I was talking about one of my boys the other day because like, if you look at the teams that are left over, that are looking for coaches. So you have like Charlotte, you have the Knicks, you have the Bucks, um, you have the Suns, the Grizzlies. It's unclear whether or not. um, So let's see. He averaged he fifteen and sixteen for the season. Just okay. He's just okay. (laughs) Okay, but. How many steals? How many how many blocks? I don't know that he's a but like one point six blocks is pretty solid. But like Anthony Davis led the league with two point six, so he lapped him. Which granted, he's you know yeah, transcendent star. We're, we're talking overall. I mean, and he was, he's on my thir- he's on my third in. Yeah, already. he's probably top ten in blocks. But what other what other center besides Davis? Even though Davis is yeah, he shot he only shot fifty three percent for the field though. 
Like, for a center, that's not great. For a guy who predominantly, like, is a rim runner and just, you know, basically but, I mean, rolls off screens and, and takes alley-oops. But not really. He's not DeAndre. No, I mean, he's not nearly that athletic. I mean, but part of his game is either rim Man, running at, or athlete, grabbing rebounds and putting it back up. Athleticism, maybe. I'm, I think he's up there with Jordan, but as far as just a straight lob, catch, and put back. I mean, as a, as a comparison, like, I guess not DeAndre, but, like, even if you look at, like. Oh, DeMar- DeMarcus, if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, DeMarcus, DeMarcus would have been my first team all oh, center. Easily. Not even close. Um, who do you have on your third team? Paul, Westbrook, Butler, Embiid, and Drummond. Pete, uh, CP3? Yes. So you have, hold on, CP3, who? Westbrook, yep. Butler, Embiid, Drummond. Okay. So I have Russ. I have DeMar DeRozan, who, 24-point game, per game scorer, number one overall team I think, in the I East. I just think that's all he really is, just a scorer. That's right? fair. I mean, that's he'll fair. get you a couple of rebounds and a couple of assists. Yeah, some, some steals. He's not, he's, he's, he's going to do what off, he does. He's straight offense. Yeah. Um, I also have PG-13. Um... I actually have Ben Simmons on my third team. I think he's probably one of the top 15 players in the NBA right now. And this season, like, he almost nearly nearly averaged a triple-double um, and led that team over the last two months to a 15-game win streak. He, he, Him and Giannis, I feel like, have a pretty similar comparison. In fact, they're not great shooters. Nope. They can drive at will. And both play they, really good defense. They can defense. They can pass. I mean, Simmons has some some good ass passes in that other game. Oh, he's a, he's a he's the best passer in the NBA, like at, at least top three in the NBA. Like his core vision is stupid good, just stupid you, good. You're even better than Lonzo. Much better than Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Substantially better than Lonzo. Um, cool. So let's talk superlatives. Um, first superlative: <laughs> Who is your coach of the year? Um, it's it's got to be Philly. Brett Brown's a good call. I feel like Brett Brown's a good call. I think Quinn Snyder is also somebody who should get some re- uh, recognition this year. I mean, the Jazz were supposed to be nothing this year. Um, like, they lose Gordon Hayward, and, like, Gobert goes down early, and they were supposed to be just trash, just absolutely bad. My boy Jingles, Joe Ingles. That's true, true. <laughs> Jingles is the man. People hate um, on him, but he's a, he's kind of one of those guys we were talking about the over the weekend. He's one of those guys, if you're doing a pickup game, you're passing over him like four times. Yeah, no question. No <laughs> but, he, question. but once he's on the court, he balls. Like, yeah. He can shoot. He can hit the three. Yeah. He can pass. He, he passes can rebound. really well. I love Joe Ingles. And he's hilarious. I've heard, I've heard him on a couple different podcasts. Really funny dude. Uh, what about Brad Stevens? I mean, I feel like those are a little too easy given the team they have. You know. But, so, with that being said, though, the team that they had going into the season was not the team that they finished with, and they still were the second best team in the East. Like, you lose Hayward five minutes into the first game of the season, and then Kyrie was pretty much in and out most of the season, and then was out the last portion of the season. I, I think that's more a testament to, you know, guys like Tatum and Brown, some sure. of these rookies that, you know, stepped up and were able to take the reins. But don't you attribute that, that growth to the coaching staff? Yes and no. I mean, because you got some good veterans on that team sure. already. You know sure. what I mean? Like, so I'm sure they're nitpicking, you sure. know, Hayward's brain, Horford's brain, yeah. Kyrie's brain. Like, Definitely. Kyrie's, he's got pedigree. He's been in those. Sure. He's, he's been one of finals. Right, exactly. So you got guys in, around you, you know, it kind of elevates your confidence, elevates your, you know, your hunger a little bit. 
But when you got a team like Philly, where you're literally the laughing stock of... Well, they had like, what, 25 wins last year? Maybe? 22? Exactly. They ended up getting, like, what, 51, 52? Exactly. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer for me, you know? And it's one of those... You know, you gotta you gotta thank Hink, Hinkley or Hink, what's Sam, Sam Hinky, right? <laughs> Hinky. Let's see here. So yeah, this year, this year they had fifty two wins, and last year they had twenty eight. I mean, that's a stupid good turnaround. Damn. Stupid Almost doubled yeah. their I mean, win just, total. Insane, just so good. Um, rookie of the year. Who you got for rookie of the year? I mean, easy choice is Simmons, but again, he's second year rookie. My other guy would probably be Tatum. No, 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 Donovan Mitchell. What? I mean, compared to these two guys, Donovan Mitchell. Hold on, buddy. I don't know. Hold on. You know Donovan Mitchell averaged twenty points a game this year, right? That's that's cute. Let his team let his team in scoring the number four overall seed. He's with Dallas, right? No, he's with Utah. I'm thinking of Smith Jr. Yeah, you're thinking of Dennis Smith Jr. Donovan Mitchell was Utah's. I got you. Won the dunk contest, twenty points per game. Don't give me a start on that dunk contest. The dunk contest was trash. <laughs> the dunk contest was trash. At, at this point, you got to find somebody who give me a fucking backflip. <laughs> backflip through the hoop and do yep. some shit for yep. me to be wild. But I want to see somebody jump high enough so that they can like swan dive through the hoop. That's what I, I want somebody to just float and elevate. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the fucking Well, room. Zach Levine, if you're listening, um, <laughs> figure that shit out. Um, okay, so you got Simmons. I'm actually okay. Let me let me, let me see this. Let me see Mitchell's stats. All right, because uh, honestly, I haven't really. For the listeners, try and remember that Jay and I are doing a baseball podcast, so that's why he doesn't know who Donovan Mitchell is. Uh, <laughs> I know who he is, but I just don't. I didn't pay too much. Look attention. Look at his stats. Look at his stats. He's a scorer, but also a monster defender. Monster defender. Good per. Solid, solid win share. So a little less than four assists. What what kind of steals was he working with? Uh, See, because I do a lot of fantasy sure, stuff, so, so like I don't one point five on the steals, which is high. Um, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean he shot thirty four from three, which is not great. You know, forty three, forty four from the field, but you know, like again, like I said, I mean his plus minus or his win share was like five. Which if we look at the stats for win shares, let's see if we can do some advanced stats here. Uh, uh, I don't know. I just. Maybe I'm a little biased because I had Tatum on my fantasy team, but he he, he was killing killing from the from right out the gate. Oh no doubt. I, I think he absolutely could have been. I think he absolutely could have been the the rookie of the year, like last year, or even next year for that matter. Um, it's just nice that there was actually good rookies this year because last year's rookie of the year race was so fucking boring. Just so boring. I couldn't even tell you who won. It was uh, Malcolm Brogdon who won last year. It was him versus Sarge. It was the most boring rookie of the year since like no. Michael Carter Williams won. Not, was it Brogdon wasn't even a starter? Was he last year? Not till the end of the season, and he was a second round draft pick. It was it was a fucking it was a terrible terrible season. Last year was just a fucking awful season. Um, MVP. The Davis easy over Harden. Davis. Anthony motherfucking Davis. I, I'm listen. The, when, I've when, made a case for him. I've made a case for him to a lot of people. A lot of people. I've made that case. James Harden's hard. James Harden's had one of the most efficient offensive seasons in the history of the okay, NBA. He scores thirty points a game, but he probably lets the other team score thirty points against him as well. I wonder what his plus minus is on the, overall. Let's Davis see. can get you a quadruple double if you really tried. Let's see, James Harden. And and where that fourth stat that he gets ten and would be the assist would be a little tough, 
but he can easily get you ten blocks. So I mean, he was he had a he had a positive plus minus this year, which is better than a couple of years ago where he had a negative sixteen plus minus. Jesus. So his def, his defense is definitely better. Um, not great, not great, still, but better, but better. Wait, what is that a? This is uh, um, okay. I was, all right, I yeah, this is basically by year, um, and just like his overall plus minus. Oh, I guess that's the playoffs. That's not regular season. That's what I'm saying. It was only like three Whoops. games. That that three games. Okay, so this year plus minus was seven, five point two. A couple years ago, one point five. That was like that's when he came into the season when he was mad out of shape. But like this year, he was thirty. Let's see, thirty uh, five and nine. Um, yeah, one point eight steals, which is pretty solid. Which steals are I feel like steals are a bad metric for like defensive players because like some of the worst defensive players can be good in steals because they just anticipate passing lanes and then you know they just pick up the fucking passes. But I mean overall, like. But then again, you got you got to think about the team around too. It's been his best defensive season of his entire career. Like even like looking at the stats, like it's been his best. Like like for points for and for points against, like it's it's been his best defensive season ever. He's got his team is the number but one his, overall. But see, that sounds nice on paper, but in reality, he he's a trash defender. That's fair. That's you fair. know. So I Harden and defense don't go hand in hand. Davis he can score. He can hit the three. He can rebound. He can block. And that roster was trash. That roster I mean, is so bad. I mean, especially when when Davis when um when Demarcus down, yeah. when when Demarcus went down, this guy went on another fucking level, dude. And I've, and he's taking this team to already swept the first round. Yeah, I mean, and against a team that on paper is a much more talented team by by far. Exactly. Like not even close. I mean. You know, you have to deal with the headache with this guy going to the locker room every 10 minutes for every little bruise, but he was relatively healthy for him. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to last the whole season. No. And he did. And not only is he lasting, he's dominating. Yeah. He's had a great season. I think a lot of people a lot of people are in the Anthony Davis uh, on that on that team, on that side. Cool, man. Well, uh, for the listeners out there, uh, we'll be releasing our first episode of Double Yay this week, so be on the lookout for that if you're into... Uh, MLB and baseball related uh, bullshit like uh, like how we do here. Um, you know, please be on the lookout. Um, well, for Jay, for Jay, this has been NBA. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or whatever your podcast player is. Uh, feel free to comment on the podcast. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash NBA Pod on Twitter at NBA Pod uh, on Instagram. You guessed it at NBA Pod. Um, this has been NBA. We're out. Later.